Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's guest is an entrepreneur who has owned her own business since 2005. And as any good entrepreneur has, she's dabbled in a variety of industries and businesses. She currently hosts her own travel blog, GoToTravelGal.com, where she shows readers simple ways to collect miles and points to reduce or completely eliminate the cost of travel. She and her family of four have flown around the U.S., Caribbean, and Europe almost entirely free using miles and points for the last three years, and they're in fact about to go for free next week to Disney World. Lynn is also currently a freelance travel and food journalist for a variety of national outlets, including the T- Today Show, U.S. News, and World Report, MSN, and Reader's Digest. Her articles have also appeared in outlets like foxnews.com, USA Today's 10best.com, Huffington Post, New York Post, and many others. Lynn Mettler, I can't say enough great things about you and what you do. I uh, envy a lot of it. It's so amazing. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me. It's great to meet you. Yes, yes. Um, definitely, uh, especially what you do. Uh, can you kind of give us a little bit more really quickly about how you've been living last few years? Sure. So um, as you said in my bio there, I've had a variety of different businesses um, since 2005, and some of which I'm still still juggling. But mm-hmm. I'd say over the last couple of years, I've really tried to make my blog and my travel writing my primary focus. So it's been a process of, of trying to generate more income in those areas as I shift you know, income away from some of my other businesses. So still, I'm trying to still trying to make it work better and better, you know, every day, but I think I'm, I think I'm getting closer every day. That's great. I, uh, the, the things you do, I, I guess, what, what point in time did, uh, did a moment happen? Kind of like a realization that, you know, you don't have to, uh, just sit there, you know, behind a desk, behind a cubicle every day. Uh, you could get out there and kind of just make things happen, make things happen for free, you know, make things happen on your own. Was there that specific breaking point, I guess, in your life or something that ha- occurred? Yeah, I mean, I would say within three years of graduating from college, um, maybe a little bit more than that, mm-hmm. but um, I held about three different jobs and um, just definitely realized I cannot sit in a cubicle like this is going to kill me. Um, and I, I hated it. And I, I come from an entrepreneurial family. So my dad is a long time, um, independent sales rep has been my whole life. Um, my grandparents, I grew up going to their office. They had their own finance company where they made small loans to people, you know, starting from like the 1940s on. Um, so I thought really there is a way that I can, um, I really was working in public relations then, you know, I can provide these services to people on my own. And so what really happened was my husband and I, before we had kids, decided to move from Indianapolis to Charleston, South Carolina, just 
because we thought it was pretty and we thought this would be a good time to try something new. And because I could not find a job there, that forced me into figuring out how to make this work mm-hmm. on my own. So at the time it seemed like, oh no, I don't have a job, what am I going to do? But it, it was definitely a blessing in mm-hmm. hindsight. And and I was forced to, um, I, I really sort of gradually worked into this where mm-hmm. I was a freelancer um, for, um, I did a freelancing for a website called iParenting.com back in the late nineties. Um, they were eventually bought by Disney, but um, it was a very popular parenting site and they spun off magazines. So I served as an editor for them. Um, so I did some of that and then um, found a local PR firm down in mm-hmm, South Carolina mm-hmm. who used contractors instead of full-time employees. So I was able to do that work from home and then eventually made enough contacts that I could start my own public relations business. That would have been my first first delve into entrepreneurship. So do you think that... Um having that family background, a history, is it something like that it put additional pressure on you or less? Cause you're like, you know, I got this in my blood. I could do it. Or were you like, I, I need to do this. I need to kind of go into this realm, this entrepreneurial world. Yeah. I mean, I really did it for myself because I just, I knew I couldn't, I couldn't survive the other way and be happy. Um, and honestly, I, I didn't even really think, many years down the road about Uh the fact that literally I'm surrounded by entrepreneurs, even my husband's family, (laughs) they had run their own insurance business too. Um, So it's, I was like, huh, well, no wonder I ended up an entrepreneur because (laughs) it's like literally my whole family is entrepreneurs. So hopefully I pass this on to my kids too. Right. And um, do you feel that you knew kind of what you were going to do next? Did you know, all right, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to, I'm going to be writing for these big uh, outlets. I'm going to be traveling for free. Did you know, or is this something you kind of learned over time? How did that process work? I mean, I have always felt like um, I've been guided throughout life. I'm a Christian, so I believe in God, and I believe that he has a plan for my life. And um, and, and I've just always felt like um, I was guided in the right direction. Things happened as needed. So I really had... I had would never have guessed I would end up where I am right now for sure. Um, but I mean, one thing sort of led to another over time, you know, um, from public relations. And because I was in South Carolina, the, the tourism industry is the primary economic driver down there. So I ended up working with a lot of travel clients, which sort of started my interest in travel. And then sort of social media was coming along at that oh, yeah. time. And we, we sort of transitioned into offering social media services and, um, because of my travel connections, basically for my PR business, um, and I still do a little bit of that, but I'm pitching national outlets on behalf yeah. of clients. I'm trying to get them to write about them. So I made a lot of good editor connections, and I was like, hey, do you need anyone to write articles for you? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, um, And that's really what led into my um, writing side of things, which ultimately has become you know one of my – I love to write. Like That's really yes. is my passion. Um, so that would be my dream is if I could write full time and um, I get to do all the writing on my blog. So I love spending time there, too. And um, I really just sort of happened into this whole idea of collecting miles and points and using that to travel free. Mm-hmm. I always thought that you had to fly and earn the miles and, you know, to book a free flight. But I learned that there's so many other ways to collect these miles and points. It doesn't require ever setting foot on a plane um, that 
you know, enable you to, I mean, we literally fly free everywhere, four of us, which is mm-hmm. crazy. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> so, and I think it's, it's a great thing for entrepreneurs to know because we're rare in that we have the flexibility of time. We're not limited to a certain number of vacation days or a nine to five mm-hmm. desk job. We have the freedom to travel if we can just afford it. Right. Exactly. Uh, I was, next one I was going to say is add the money. That's definitely an entrepreneur's struggles yeah. at, <laughs> at times. Right. And I mean, entrepreneurs were crafty and, um, you know, at figuring things out and making, you know, a lot with a few resources. And, and this is a mm-hmm. great way to do this for travel. And, and, entrepreneurs like to work themselves to death, right? Right. So it's so great to take a break. You can work. I mean, I work when we're traveling, Mm -hmm. um, but just to get somewhere different, you know, is sometimes very inspiring and helps you generate ideas and all that. So I just firm believe I love to travel. I think everyone should do it if they can. And and this is a way to kind of reduce to the cost barrier. That like after you're saying, you're saying that we work each other uh, to death, you know, entrepreneurs (laughs) definitely, uh, Something I just talked about in like one of my rants and recaps episodes of my podcast. Do you feel that there something you do now? Like the the longer you do it, the more you realize that you know going this way, it's not going to be very healthy for us, and we have to kind of like throw in things for us, do things. Do you think that working while traveling is that like the answer? Is that the key to everything? Sounds well, like you figured it out. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, of course, some people would say you shouldn't. shouldn't work while traveling, but, um, we travel a lot. So Mm -hmm. for, I couldn't keep things afloat if I didn't do that. And I've tried to come up with a system like where I get up really early when we're traveling, maybe before two or three hours before everyone else in my family and knock out a bunch of stuff right then. So that then I have, you know, most of the rest of our day Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. spend on activities. Um, so, but I do think that, you know, if you can, if you can travel more and know that you can still get some work done, then right. go for it, you know? Why not? Yeah, because some people look that as like kind of taboo, like you're at work, you know, you're traveling, but you're working, are you really present? Though, if you're already there and, you know, this allows you to be there and, you know, get it out in a few hours, why not? Like, I think that's amazing. And it's like everybody, that's my dream. I wish. Right, I could. and that's such a great perk of being, you know, running your own business is the flexibility to do this. So many other people yeah. cannot travel because they are, you know, they only have their one week a year or whatever, which right, is right. Awful. A week, two weeks a year. Yeah. So I say, take advantage of that. Um, you know, if you can do it affordably, <clears throat> would you say, I mean, you knew this was going to come, you knew I was going to ask this question. You knew this was probably inevitable and you know exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> yes. I have to put you on the spot. Can you give us a quick travel hack? Is there anything you can throw out at the audience, at our listeners? Um, obviously, we don't want you to reveal the things, you know, the, the secret things, but is oh, there no. something, you can, something you can throw out at, throw out at us? Yeah, like not, I... Not, not throw up, throw out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. So my, the best travel hack I have is the Southwest Companion Pass. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. I've never been fortunate okay. enough to get it yet. <laughs> Right. So that's what I really try to help people get because it's the simplest thing to do. I'm all about because miles and points can get really complicated. I'm all about keep it simple. Mm -hmm. So um, if you can earn the Southwest Companion Pass and I have a free ebook on my blog that you can download that walks you through exactly how to do this in just a couple steps, Mm -hmm. um, then you've got what it allows you to do is bring one person to fly with you on Southwest for up to two years. Up to two years. Where do you go? Yeah, I thought, it's not, it was, I thought it was one year. 
So no, from the time you earn it wow. till the end of the following year. So like, let's say you can earn it in January of 2019. It's mm -hmm. good through the end of 2020. Oh, wow. That's and amazing. You never have to redeem any points or mm -hmm. pay any cash for someone. So in my family, one of us always flies free on the companion pass, That's you know, amazing. anywhere Southwest flies, which is all over the country and the Caribbean. Um, and then when you earn the pass, mm -hmm. you have to have 110,000 points which actually is not hard to do. And then you can use those 110,000 points to book free flights, which goes a long way on Southwest because they are really the cheapest airline um, when yeah. it comes to the cost of points to fly somewhere. Most other ones charge 25,000 round trip. Exactly. I mean, we can do Southwest sometimes. We all flew to, you know, we flew to New York one time from Indianapolis for 7,500 points per person. Yes. And again, only, we only have to pay for three of us. Fourth one goes free. So we really stretch those points and yes, you did. <laughs> we've been so many cool places that my kids would never have gone. And, you know, we used to literally just mm -hmm. take one trip a year by car <laughs> and now we fly six or more times a year by plane. It's crazy. Wow. So Southwest, I mean, I, I've always been a big proponent to Southwest. I always felt yeah. like their point programs are the best and you and service so, is top notch too. Right. <laughs> so you would say there's, there's good ways to get those, those, that companion pass easier ways than actually, because for me, it's like, what, you got to get like 25 flights or something, right? Down, I think right. it shows. Forget the flights and right. you just earn the, the points. The points. <laughs> Unless you're flying on business. And again, you're yeah. probably going to work for someone if you're flying that much, yes, right? Yes, There's no way in the world you're going to get that many flights in. So, I mean, essentially what the miles and points, there's other ways to do it. But the easiest ways to do it is to take advantage of credit cards. Like, use them to your advantage. Don't let the banks take advantage of you. But... You sign up for two Southwest credit cards. You meet their minimum spend. You pretty much have enough points to earn your companion pass. Mm -hmm. You never have to use those cards again. Close them or you can keep them and just pay them off. You know, every wow. few days, like, of course, you have to be a responsible credit mm -hmm. card holder. Nobody wants you to get in debt or you're yeah. not traveling. <laughs> no longer a good deal. But yeah. um, it's that's the easiest way to do it. And I used to be a couponer. Mm -hmm. And I recognize this as this is the same thing as couponing. It is. Instead of collecting coupons, I'm collecting miles, and you're still looking to purchase when the price is the lowest, just mm -hmm. like you are when you're couponing. You know, you're trying to match a coupon with a sale. And that's what we do. We match our miles and points with a flight sale um, to really, really stretch those. So it's amazing. Wow. That's you fascinating. Know. I yeah. I didn't even think about that because I did get a Southwest card, and you know, you get like the fifty, sixty thousand miles right there. Yep. And <laughs> I w should have gotten a second one, I guess, right? So it's a business and a personal. So we're entrepreneurs. We have our own business. Right. Qualify yeah, for the business. As long card. as it goes to the same uh, rewards number, right? Right. As as and it it's uh, 60,000 points when you meet the minimum spend. So 60 plus 50 is 110,000. You would have had your companion pass. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, this is so fascinating. <laughs> I could go on about this for days. I could too. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm definitely going to check out this ebook. Do you... Do you have a link for it or do we just go on go to travelgal.com? You can. And I set up a page specifically for um, listeners to your podcast. So if you just go to go to travelgal.com slash boss, B-O-S-S, oh, you'll have everything there. All right, everybody. That's uh, for Lynn Mettler to get her ebook for travel hacks. That's go to travelgal.com forward slash boss. Yep. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. We'll be sure to check that out. 
uh, everybody, you know, you can't go wrong with a free ebook. And I, I, I was looking at your website anyway, you know, to just in general, and there's plenty of info there, your blog and everything. I, you know, things like this, especially when content is out there, you know, we, we should definitely take advantage of it. There's so much out there for us. And, you know, yeah. th- thank you for providing us with info and, you know, things like that. I really, sure. it's really there, you know, it's there for the taking and, you know, why, why shouldn't we take advantage of things like this? Yes. I'm abs- I'm just passionate about helping people travel more. It's very, That's it's great. life changing. It is. It is. And I think a lot of people wish they could do things like that and, you know, get, get paid to travel or, or travel for free, you know, things like that. Those are like dream jobs for some people, for some, some people obviously hate, hate getting out. And, you know, that's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's different though. I know this hits home with a lot of people. That's for sure. Definitely hits home with me. What are some of the mistakes, though, you made along the way? There had to be one, maybe two, right? Oh, 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> Anything crucial that you relive You relive every once in a while and you're like, this had to happen. This was tough, but uh, here I am because of this. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like I had a total business failure um, with the social media business that we started. And I ended up having partners there and um, we just could not get enough income going to get that one to take off. And we ended up splitting, you know, separating partners again to where I just me had the business. But um, I I am just now starting to, I really think, figure it all out. So one thing I would tell your listeners, um, if you're, even if you're just starting or you're further down the road with it um, is to learn how to manage your business's finances. And I just came across the book Profit First, um, which I highly recommend. I wish someone had given me this from day one. He, because no one has ever told me how to run my business's finances. And I've had accountants over the years, but they just sort of do the very basic you know, taxes and whatever for me. Um, I never wanted to spend money on, but you know, counseling or yes, yes. Uh, I've tried to do it on my own, but this thing really just tells you exactly how to do it to ensure like you don't have too many expenses for the amount of money that you're bringing in and whether you do or do not have enough money to um, hire someone and, and how you should always put yourself first. You're, you mm-hmm. should pay yourself first and make sure you have that money um, before you have anything else. And so it's really made me t- take a hard look at my expenses. Right. Realize I can really I can cut a lot of it. I kind of had the mindset of oh I, it's good because I can write it off or whatever, but <laughs> actually it's keeping me from being profitable. So um, I think not managing the finances properly was a big mistake in the in the business that really just failed because we just didn't have a system in place. We didn't understand. We hired too quickly and when we probably shouldn't have, and we didn't set aside any emergency money or things like that. Um, and I've also struggled over the years with, with hiring people. I don't feel like I'm a good um, manager, nor do I seem to yeah. do a good job of finding the right person. I've mm-hmm. worked with too many people that were not a good fit and then feel terrible about having to let them go. And um, so that's something I'm still trying to. I can relate to that on. so much. Um, I'm here, you know, being now it's my second year as being a business owner. And definitely uh, it's it's every day. It's, it's, it's a struggle, especially when, like in my industry, I have a pretty high, yeah, you know, people, there's a turnover. People definitely come and go, come and go. And uh, it's, it's, I'm still here trying, you know, day by day, get get these things right. 
It hasn't been easy. Though, you know, we, we have to keep doing it and keep putting ourselves out there and making progress, you know, progress. Yeah, I think it's just, a, it's just educating yourself yeah. and, and learning, you know. Mm-hmm. I keep, I go to Starbucks all the time and their employees are so great. And I think <laughs> I need to figure out what is Starbucks hiring? What do they do, right? Yes. Because that's the kind of person that I want <laughs> working for me. You know, yes. there's genuinely great people seem to be. That is such a great way of looking at it, right? If we get all our, everybody on our team, just like the employees at Starbucks, we'd be yes. uh, pretty well off. They are yep. very, they're super friendly and super informative. I, I always have a great time, like get, grabbing something. That's yeah. You're right. They just seem to be really good. <laughs> and for example, a year and a half ago or so, now I was sitting there, you know, in my cubicle, miserable, trying to figure out what to do. Would you do you have a word of advice? You know, any thoughts on someone that's sitting there, like I was, and they're kind of trying to figure out whether or not they should make this leap, whether or not they can make something for themselves and make money themselves. Do you have anything that you would tell them if they're different determining if this is for them? I mean, I can't imagine not having my own business. Um, I was just talking Mm -hmm. with a friend and he had just started his own. He's like, oh, and I just got offered like a, um, you know, $100,000 salary position somewhere. And I decide, should I take it? Shouldn't I? And I went, oh, there's no way. Like (laughs) I, I wouldn't take it no matter what. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. just, I love working for myself, but so, but when you're trying to decide to make that jump, I mean, I think the big thing is you you have to know that you will have some income coming in mm-hmm. right away. So, the the way I made the transition um, is by aligning myself with people who worked like in similar industries. So I was in public relations then. So I found graphic designers, um, photographers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they they were providing services to the same type of clients that I would, and they were able to refer me. So that gave me some immediate clients, not that I had tons, but it gave me the, you know, two or three to enough to get me going. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a great strategy. And I am super thankful to those people to this day, because if it worked for them, I wouldn't have been able to say, okay, I'm just going to take the leap and go on my own. So I think that's important as well as, you know, slowly making the transition, like working at night or on the weekends on, you know, whatever your project is to kind of get it going and, and generate some income before you make that leap. And this book that I mentioned will explain to you, you know, how much you can kind of figure out, like, how much money do I need to have coming in? And then it'll explain to you, um, you know, um, like, how much do I need enough to, to pay myself yeah, and then exactly. tell you how much sales you need to have coming in and then what your expenses can be talking about profit first right profit first mm-hmm. yeah and that is that is a book i've had mentioned by a few guests actually on the show i do need to go check it out now because now it's at the point where okay okay i hear it one more time i have no choice but to go check it out i've heard nothing but amazing things like you just mentioned yeah, and the author has another one that I'm listening to right now called The Pumpkin Plan, and it's really oh. good too. And it's more about how to grow the biz, your startup business, mm-hmm. um, and you know really make it stand out. So he's big on like only, and this is a mistake I made too, only taking you know good clients and specific clients, not just taking anyone and everyone and saying, sure, I can do that, I can do that, I'll figure it out, just because you feel like you need the money. Um, but you know, figuring out who an ideal client is, exactly. Who knows and cutting the ones that are pains, <laughs> right? Make, I had make, so many bad money and yeah, causing you stress and yes, I wish it. I 
ditched way earlier, you know. I've heard that from numerous people. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in this mastermind group, and it's one of the key issues that a lot of people deal with and struggle with. Yeah. It's so key, so important. Yeah. So he gives a good explanation of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, that's good. I wanna, I'm gonna check that one out as well. I, uh, I'm always looking for some additional reads. I uh, have a list of things, list of them I'm trying to get to. Me too. Uh, though definitely always looking for other good ones. Now, now on to our favorite segments of the show. Welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken. All right. Right. So right now you get five seconds to initiate an answer for every single question. Just uh, we don't want you to think too much. Just throw it out there. You know, whatever you whatever your mind subconsciously was thinking. That's what we want to hear. And uh, otherwise, my producer gets a little mad at me and then, you know, I have to deal with him or I don't have to deal with him. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be fine. No. Um, All right. That being said, here we go. Who has been or is your greatest mentor? My dad. All right. That's uh, that's definitely a great answer. If you are stranded on an island for the unforeseeable future, what is the one item that you want with you? Probably a book. I'll go with the Bible. <laughs> All right. And I think that's the first. That's actually the first uh, on this show. So it's a boss to boss exclusive. All right. How do you drink your coffee? I don't drink straight coffee. I like a Frappuccino. <laughs> Frappuccino. All right. And I take it Starbucks or you got someone else? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Which one? Peppermint ones? mocha. That's Pe- what I... Peppermint Pe- mocha. Peppermint mocha. So you're like super pumped right now because they're about to come back. I just ask for it anyway and they give it to me because their employees are great. <laughs> ah, so you cheat the system and you get them all year round. Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. Okay. Here's an inside tip for you. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, there's actually crazy things that they can do for you at Starbucks that you don't even know, right? I'm sure you probably looked into their secret menu and stuff. Uh, yes, I have heard about that. Yeah. forgot about that. <clears throat> do you believe entrepreneurism is a fad? No, people have been entrepreneurs since the beginning of time. Okay, good answer, good answer. I uh, We could definitely go on about that one for days. How do you feel about white socks with black shoes mm, I'm going with no though my son's <laughs> been wearing black socks with black shoes and I think that looks weird too <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've had such mixed answers a bag of answers with that one a lot of people tell me that they won't even take me seriously if that's how I were to show up to a meeting or something with white <laughs> socks though <laughs> no, I'm not a fashionista so if you had unlimited money right now and you could start up any business, anything you want, what would it be right now? Anything. Mm, maybe a, a tour company, travel company of some sort. Like taking people on tours to places around the world. Okay. I like that. I like that. Do you feel voice is the future? Do I feel what now? Uh, voice is the future, like specifically, you know, listening to podcasts, audiobooks. Um, um, I don't know. It seems to be hot right now. YouTube and podcasting seem to be seem to be big. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a way for you to reach a more niche audience than everybody's overwhelmed with information. This helps narrow it down a right. little bit. <clears throat> so you saying YouTube? So you think video as well, right? You yeah. kind of mix mm-hmm. that up. Yep. 
What is one item that you consume or something you have with you, you wear? It could be anything. One item very specific that makes you you and makes you different and, you know, something that just you need every day. Um, well, I wear a miraculous medal, which is Mary. Okay. Probably pretty unique. Yeah, no, it definitely sticks, stands out. That's for sure. That's an amazing piece. We survived. You survived. We're here. We're uh, we're done with the with the round. You're right. Great answer. <laughs> I could tell you were you were uh, you were getting heated up over there. I could tell. That's good. That's good. We want we want you to think outside the box, and uh, we want you to have to think on your feet. You know, get you uh, yeah. get you thinking, get you sweating a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have any closing thoughts? Anything you want to share with the listeners? Um, anybody you know, just to any anyone out there that's listening and they're in these situations and it's maybe something specific that you have dealt with or anything you want to throw at us? Well, um, there's one other book that I'd recommend. I'm sure I bet you've had past people talk about Mm -hmm. this one too, but it's been the most influential book for me in terms of business, which is the one thing by Gary Keller. Um, That is the best book for anyone business owner or not. And it will help you if you're trying to become an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. you are an entrepreneur because it, it forces you to really look at the most important impactful things that you're doing and narrow your focus to those. Um, and that can apply to travel. It can mm-hmm. apply to your family. It can apply to exercise. It can apply to your business. But, um, I love this book. It's really easy read. Um, it's really it takes the 80-20 principle, which I love, mm-hmm. but um, makes it user friendly for. Can you talk? Can you explain more the 80-20 principle for yeah. anyone that doesn't isn't familiar? So let's see if I can say this right. So the 80-20 principle says that 20% of your efforts mm-hmm. generate 80% of your outcomes. So if and the other 80% of the work you're doing. Mm-hmm is is generating you know only 20 percent. so cut that stuff out <laughs> that's okay. the idea cut 80 percent of what you're doing out because it's generating very little and focus on the 20 percent of hmm. things you're doing that are making the biggest difference and then you can even you know segment it down further than that look at the 20 percent of the 20 percent then you're getting to super impactful tasks and Mm-hmm. As entrepreneurs who are juggling many, many things and feeling strapped for time, that's a great way to approach your to-do list. Okay, what are the things that are really generating the most mm-hmm. outcomes? And let me focus on those and literally delete everything else off the to-do list. Delete or outsource? What, 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 do you, what would you say? Well, after listening to Profit First, I'm, a, I'm less keen on outsourcing right away. Like I think mm-hmm. try, try this first and see if you can't just reduce what you're doing down to something manageable, right? Because you don't want to outsource something if it's still only generating 20% of your results. It's not worth it. Focus on growing this 20% that's generating most of your impactful results, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, no, I love that. That's awesome. Like as an example, like Mm -hmm. say when I'm pitching media, I finally figured out instead of sending a news release to 300 people i just narrowed it down to like the 50 that ever actually run anything or respond to me hmm. significant does, time taking there <laughs> do you okay that one question off of that do you feel that it's not worth it to pursue those other ones or are you waiting the, to find the return is so minimal it's not it's not worth oh, it okay. i'd rather 
I would rather spend a little more time massaging these top mm -hmm. ones who do respond, you know, than spending another hour sending to a bunch of people and I might get one out of the other 250 that I sent, you know, is that really wow. worth it? Wow. That's uh, that's yeah, that's making me think. I like that a lot. I think our listeners will, will like that as well. I uh, want to want to mention your site and your social media as well. Again, it's go uh, go to travelgal.com and then we also got go to travelgal.com forward forward slash boss for your free ebook. Everybody, we need to we need to check that out. Uh, this sound this is a complete must. Anywhere else? Uh, I know it's Lynn Mettler on social media. Any other? It's, it's go to travel gal. Like you'll find me um, on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. All that is go to travel but, gal. But everywhere it's at go to travel gal, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then it, but it'll show up as Lynn Mettler as well. So that's how they'll know right. that it's you. Um, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely be on the lookout. We'll be sure to follow you, follow you, uh, follow your journey, and you know, one day hopefully we could tune back in with you and see kind of where you're at and you know where where how the disney world trip went and <laughs> see uh see what's next up your sleeves and what new books you got coming out or what's uh what's going on with your blog yeah we appreciate your time and uh thanks you know thanks so much for hopping on sure happy to be on it was fun <laughs> that is all for this episode of bossed to boss your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>